Welcome to Homeowner AF. And today I have two incredible guests who are going to talk to you about something that you may not have thought about during the home buying transaction. As you may know, I'm part of the Pineapple family and I work with a very cool brokerage that's on the cutting edge of technology. And as well, we're able to provide a holistic kind of view of the home buying process because of this new addition that we're about to speak about. So I have Alma and Emerson here. And if you folks would like to introduce yourselves, I'd love you to share what you do at Pineapple. Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Alma Aquino. I'm the EVP um, with uh, Pineapple on the insurance side. And um, that is primarily on, on life insurance. Uh, we're here at Pineapple. We're opening up a brand new vertical to support our mortgage agents and, and brokerages to provide, like Brianna stated, a additional service within our team to provide a holistic service to their clients um, that are purchasing homes and helping them to ensure that they, in addition to purchasing a home, protecting them and their family. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, Alma. And Emerson, what is it that you do over at Pineapple? I'm Emerson Mutziak. Uh, I am the um, VP of Service and Operations. Uh, I oversee our uh, mortgage underwriting department, and I am, uh, what do you call me, like a, a consultant for the insurance side uh, of Pineapple. So um, uh, I do have the experience of being both a mortgage agent and an insurance agent. Uh, for many years kind of thing. So um, uh, what I do for, you know, both, both verticals is just really kind of ensuring that uh, that we are offering the proper service and, and policies and procedures and everything to kind of help our clients, our lifelong clients, uh, have the best experience. Absolutely. So as you can see, if you're working with a pineapple agent, you really have a robust team behind you of diverse skills. So um, when you do work with a mortgage agent that is with us, you get access to all these things. And if you're a new mortgage agent looking for some training, um, the program's second to none. So let me know if you'd like to chat about that. I, my DMs are always open. So let's get into this really uh, meaty part of the conversation. When we're looking at insurance, Alma, you mentioned this in a presentation you did, and it stuck with me. When is the first time that you should be chatting about insurance in the home buying process? right from the start <laughs> because one thing um people need to remember the buying a house is going to be the biggest purchase in a, in a in a family's life right and you want to protect your partner and your children in this half a million million dollar purchase and so in addition to ensuring that you have the finances to back you but once you're in your home, how do you ensure if something ever happens to you, your family is still protected? And that's why it's so important to have that conversation right in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's not really an exciting conversation to have when you're talking about purchase price and what you want in your house and all these things. Yeah. But what I'm hearing from you, Alma, is that it's bigger than you and it's about the people that you're supporting or that you're housing within your house and um, the people that are important to, to your life. You want to ensure that they're set up should anything happen because 
um, inevitably. If I, I mean, even if you're looking at the real estate market, anything can happen, right? We don't know. We can't predict tomorrow. So um, absolutely. And I agree. And now after having done some research, that's definitely a conversation that comes up early in the process so that the buyer can be protected as well as their family. So Emerson, will you can you tell me a little bit about what may be offered to somebody who's purchasing a home in terms of insurance? What are the options available? Yeah, so there's there's a lot of options available, right? But you know, at the time of purchasing, you know, your new home or your first home, um, you know, Alma's absolutely right. It should be spoken about in the very beginning, like when you start you know, thinking about getting a mortgage, uh, people need to incorporate this cost, right? Because a lot of people kind of oversee um, when they do get this insurance, they think, okay, you know, it's life insurance. Uh, should something happen to me, my mortgage is going to be taken care of in terms of uh, a lump sum, right? Um, but what they don't kind of see, and this is what a lot of people overlook, is living benefits, right? Because I truly believe you know, like, um, or, you know, I should say, we, we have a saying in insurance, you're more likely to become ill or disabled than die prematurely, right? So living benefits uh, policies like a disability or a critical illness, uh, we attach that to uh, also a life insurance amount, right? So should something happen to you, you know, knock on wood, you die prematurely, you know your family's taken care of, right? Um, now, should you become ill or disabled, your ability to generate an income to actually pay for your mortgage now becomes a different issue, right? So uh, that's what, you know, these living benefits, I'll be honest with you, depending on how old this person is and, you know, if they do have a family or if they're single, right, these, li these living benefits will always apply to the situation, right? So those are something um, that are offered uh, with us kind of thing immediately, right? Because, uh, uh, again, um, you know, it's 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 a very dark saying. You know, like you're 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 more likely to become ill or disabled than to die prematurely. So those would be the top ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there, normally, out of someone's income, um, every two weeks or every month, it's usually about fifty to eighty percent of what they're making um, when they go to work. And if they get sick for three to six months can that other partner make up for the entire amount? And that's why, you know, it's, it is, it is a big, big, um, it's, it really is again to support, to ensure that that doesn't stop because the last thing you want to do just while you're in the midst of taking care of a family member, having to deal with the bank or a lender that why aren't you paying your mortgage? Mm -hmm. And it's an integral part of the financial puzzle, because really, if you're not planning, um, then what are we doing? Right. And two right. things that I speak to my first time homebuyers about are um, the existence of an emergency fund, um, which in reality, some people just don't have. Right. So that right. three month gap in employment you it's integral that you have this insurance. Then the other thing that I also speak a lot about is budgeting. And Emerson, you um, mentioned that you want to be able to absorb that cost before you factor in uh, your price of your home buying price, because as we know, there's all sorts of different um, costs that come with that. And right now ratios are tight. Folks can't really afford more than what they're putting out. So right. something that I wish I had done uh, when I bought my first home and I was young and I could have 
qualified so easily for an insurance product, right? Um, and I think that's something. Can we talk about the um, why would somebody want to get life insurance earlier rather than later? Maybe you can speak a bit to that. You want me? You? you want no, me? no, no, yeah. no. So for someone that <laughs> wants to do life insurance earlier, so you're saying someone that's younger in age kind of thing and, uh, you know, single or maybe they have a girlfriend kind of thing, why would they get life insurance? Is that the question you're asking me? Mm -hmm. or, why, why would they get it before um, before they have any assets, before they have anything? Why would you want it earlier? Yeah. So, so you know, there's, there's two really good reasons, right? One, um, you know, you're healthy now, right? Because as soon as you have an issue, even the slightest issue of, you know, maybe high blood pressure, and there's 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 people that in their 30s that that develop high blood pressure early, right? And that is uh, that is kind of like a, a big thing that the insurance companies look at are pre-existing conditions, and especially at a certain age, right? So before you even get it, right? Before, you know, before you have any conditions, get the insurance, right? That's one good reason because you're healthy, you you have the ability to get it. Two it's going to be cheap, right? This is when, this is when it's most, uh, when it's, uh, how can I say this? Uh, the cheapest that you'll ever buy it, right? Most affordable. Um, yeah, most affordable. There you go. And and the, the, we have another saying insurance kind of thing. Um, they say, you know, like people want insurance, okay? But they don't have the ability to get insurance anymore, right? Yeah. Because that scare comes into play and it likes, oh my goodness, um, I need to get life insurance. But now they have a pre-existing pre -existing condition and it becomes more difficult, right? So, you know, it's uh, it's, it's a very kind of, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say bad thing to say to the client, but like, you know, it has to be known, right? Like, get this now, when it comes to insurance, it's all about preparation, and it's not about kind of, okay, I'll, I'll get it when I, when I think I need it. It sounds like buying a property, we have in the real estate world, obviously, buying a property, the best time to buy is 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Idea. exactly. Absolutely. And, and to have even some form of base, base of insurance to start off with, right? Um, you know, if you do have something, it actually goes well into when you're actually assessing your insurance needs in the future now, right? Because now that you have, say, this, this life insurance policy with critical illness and with disability, right? When you get older and you need more, it's actually cheaper then because you already acquired it earlier. And now your your want or, or your need for it in the future has now even decreased it, right? And now you've been saving even more money, right? So oh, I didn't you know, know that. Never hurts. Yeah, never hurts. Well, because right now when, when we insure people, okay, and there's a big difference of how this was done, say, in the 80s and 90s, right? In the 80s and 90s, insurance was cheap, right? Um, people would would, uh, would actually think of, okay, you know what, I want to leave a whole truckload of money for my for my family when I die, right? So it was more about a legacy fund than anything, right? I'm going to leave $200,000 for, for, for my children, you know, leave a, you know $500,000 for the church, whatever, right? But now insurance is so expensive, it's no longer about wants. It's really you only insure the absolute need, right? And it's, it, it even boils down to, Things like, um, you know, maybe doing a shorter term and reassessing it at that time, right? Because insurance needs, uh, as you get older, they shrink, right? You know, as your kids get older, your kids no longer depend on you as much as they did, you know, when they were just uh, toddlers, right? So, you know, there's all different types of purposes where we can actually apply a solution where there should be temporary, permanent, 
right? Depending on what you're insuring against. So basically, you know, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of reasons to do it early, right? Um, because the more you have, the better protected you are. And uh, how can I say this? Um, the the uh, what's what's the phrase I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it just it just gives you a lot more peace of mind, kind of doing things, you know, as they kind of come to you. Absolutely. And what I'm hearing from you is that the relationship between yourself and your insurance agent is much like uh, the relationship between yourself and a mortgage agent because your needs are ever changing. Um, that really should be a line of communication that's open and that as your life changes, that these people either are updated and as your needs changes, that they can help you and support you with that. So that's a key point there too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Emerson. Yeah, one more thing. There, there will be a time where you, when you cannot get any more insurance, right? When, when you get to a certain age, and then that's when you say, okay, you know what? I need this, this, and this. Usually, that happens later in life when you have more assets, you have a bigger family, you have more responsibility. But then ultimately, now you're going to be really limited as to what you can get when you, when your need is actually a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So, so when you're young and you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And bite the bullet now, absorb the cost and get Mm -hmm. really, and this is going to not, this is going to hurt a little bit for some people here, but like, just, you got to eat it. You got to eat it up front. You got to do the hard thing. And while your costs are low, another thing I talk about a lot is not um, increasing your cost of living and um, keeping it low, but really before you buy your home, get all those costs out of the way and absorb them and make sure that they're affordable for you. So in that vein to having the lifelong um, relationship with the insurance agent, what if right now I'm a little bit later in life and I'm hard to insure? Can I still get insurance? Yes, you can. So there are policies um, that cater to people that are a little bit older, that have pre-existing conditions, even conditions if they're in remission of cancer. Okay, there are policies that do exist. Now, mind you, these policies are more expensive, right? Uh, you know, a larger premium with less insured amount, right? Because of the risk that goes involved with the uh, with the policy and for the insurer, right? The insurer has to ensure that should something happen to you, they have the funds to pay it, right? And if they're not charging enough premium, it just kind of go, it just negates the whole thing, right? But there are things that are available. Just know it comes at a heavier. So much like mortgages, if you fall outside of that little box of easily insurable, then it gets more costly to be insured. Right. All right. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. More risk. More risk is more reward for, I guess, someone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. So it, thank you so much for all this information that you've given me. If there's something that you'd like to impart specifically on first time home buyers, um, and this, this is off script guys. So don't feel pressured. Uh, but is there anything that you would share with somebody in the market right now, feeling a bit discouraged? Oh, I, ha- I need a moment to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk a lot about on the podcast, um, opening up your mindset, looking at different options and about the fact that home ownership looks different now in 2023 than it did even two years ago. So um, if there's anything that you'd like to add in that vein, we'd love to hear it. Uh, sorry, actually I do. Um, I know that the interest rates have gone up. Don't be scared to take that step forward and look for a home because even though the rates are higher, the opportunity to get a house, it really is for the buyer today. 
you are not competing against hundreds of other people where poems are selling within hours or even before it even gets posted up. It's actually a fantastic time as a new home buyer to purchase now if you can take that leap. And you know, I'll add to that. Like one thing I I know with first time home buyers, well back then they had a bit of this luxury where they can really kind of pick and choose. Uh, their dream home off the start, right? They're saying, you know what? No, I want this, this, and this. And, you know, the ability was there. Now, with housing prices up, interest rates up, um, I see a lot of them saying, you know what? Why am I going to get into it if I can't even get what I want, right? Um, you know, and I tell them, well, your key word is want. You know, what you should be getting into right now is what you actually need because this is this is your first home. You need to think of this as your first home. It's temporary right? This is how people move into a larger home. And, you know, like the people just don't come in and buy a 5,000 square foot home on their first purchase, right? They build up to it. They buy their first condo, they sell their condo at a higher value, and then they, they can use the equity to buy the next place, right? And maybe it's on place, you know, purchase number three or four is the dream home, or maybe it could be done on the second. But know that this first home that you're buying is really just to get yourself in the market. So you're actually in the game. And it also opens you up to a bunch of investing options that you don't even know about right now. It's really equity is the key. And I love hearing that from a voice that is not my own. So thank you uh, for sharing that, folks. And with that, um, thank you for sharing your time and all your knowledge. And yeah, that it's been awesome chatting with you. Thank you very much for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for having us.